0: Glenn Fittich, the world's most awarded single malt scotch whiskey, is expertly crafted and made with extraordinary care. Each single malt is a work of perfection. And we're back, Stripe Show podcast on a Wednesday. I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Thank you for making us part of your day. Froggy's still on vacation. A few thoughts from me here today as so much continues to transpire in professional golf, today's Stripe Show podcast brought to you by About Golf Simulators. That's the simulator in my studio. Perhaps uh, you're looking to put a simulator in that in that space that you have in the garage, or maybe the house, or maybe your office. About Golf Simulators, one of the best in the business. Love mine as we continue to put the studio together here. Almost done got some really cool stuff here a huge mural being painted on the wall the bar looks fantastic can't wait to show you the final product here come the end of the month of july i'll be taking a couple weeks off starting next week we'll be in the pacific northwest get a little dry heat put a sweatshirt on at night jump in the lake can't wait I'll be uh, doing limited shows. Froggy will pick up a couple more, and then we've got a couple special guests for you as well. So the Stripes Show podcast rolls on as there's just so much going on in professional golf. And, of course, the top players are in Europe. got the Genesis Scottish Open uh, this week. If you did not listen to the podcast yesterday, you need to. Ben Coley's fantastic. One of my favorite handicappers. Really has a good pulse on not only the pga tour landscape but also the dp world tour as we are introduced to so many names that you you may not recognize like a victor perez like a ryan fox we talked about a lot of those guys sleepers to watch out for this week and next week in the 150th edition of the open championship of course tigers over there jp mcmanus charity event um was the last couple of days. Xander Shoffley continues his great play as he wins. I, I think Xander, as I mentioned yesterday, will be an interesting name uh, this week and next. Uh, Xander has some good things going on right now, playing some great golf, I'm sure, very confident. I would not be surprised to see him in one of the final groups here uh, this week and next. And then, of course, I'm always very anxious uh, to see how he handles um, that situation. Some golf here in the mainland um, as the PGA tour opposite field events. This is a co-sanctioned event with the DP world tour, of course, over um, in Europe, the Scottish open. That is a co-sanctioned event between the two. And then the open championship, of course, next week, and then here you've got the Barbasol Championship this week in the Barracuda. So, you know, not the greatest fields here on the mainland. As I mentioned last week, there'll be some there'll be some bumpy some bumpy fields here on the mainland through uh the month of July. And and one of the reasons why, of course, is not only the golf in Europe, but the LIV series. This LIV Investment Group, they are Making noise and they're making headway. I think as they sit at the boardroom here today and they look around, I think they have to be very pleased by the way things are going. And first and foremost, they've got two events under their belt. That's a major undertaking. And in full transparency and honesty, like, look, I, I think it looked fine on YouTube. I think they did a nice job putting a, a group together to uh, make it look and feel different and bring their vision to life. And they did it in a fairly short order and uh, they did a nice job. I thought it looked fine on, on YouTube. I think secondly, they have to feel great because they've got DJ, they've got Brooks and they've got Bryson. I mean, those are three significant names. Now, none of them are in the top 10, but those are three significant names. I think the only thing better for them at this point is if one of those three would have won. Um, You know, DJ was close. He had the lead a short period there uh, last week in Portland, but uh, Brandon Grace ended up getting the win. Charles Schwartzow won the first one. All right, not the biggest names in the world, but you've got two under your belt. You've got some big names, and and others are continuing to come over. It's slowing down a bit. Paul Casey, um, the latest to sign. I think of all the names, the one that probably... Surprises me the most, just from a man-to-man standpoint, values, integrity, it's probably Graham McDowell. That's probably the one that surprises me the most. But Graham, you know, after Billy Horschel um, really shared some of his pinpointed thoughts and kind of took the top off, took the, the political spin off and really laid it out there. If you hadn't listened to Billy Horschel's press conference over in Europe, you need to go listen to it. And I think he was really speaking from the heart. I think he was speaking for many players on the PGA tour about the guys that have left. And now since they've left and a couple events under their belt, now they're wanting to come back and play in this week, Ian Poulter, who himself and a few others went to court and won to be allowed to play in the Genesis Scottish Open. So now they want to come back and play in the DP World Tour event, the PGA Tour co-sanctioned event. After Ian and others were like, look, this, this LIV is so great for so many reasons. Yeah, I know the cash, but in addition to that, I don't have to work as much. I can spend time with my family. And I can respect that. Don't have to work as much. Look, I think there's some players that took the money that really don't love playing golf. I don't think Matthew Wolf loves playing golf. I don't think Hudson Swafford loves playing golf. PXG has done it again with the launch of a new lineup of drivers, fairways, hybrids, and irons. The new Gen 5 golf clubs deliver significantly increased MOI, faster ball speeds, longer distances, and tighter dispersions, all coupled the exceptional feel and sound golfers have come to expect from PXG schedule your custom fitting or buy online at PXG.com. I think DJ at times loves playing golf, but I'd question DJ on how much he really loves playing golf. And I can respect that. I can't, I'm not criticizing that. Look, I've come off the lesson team. I love teaching, but I didn't want to do it every day, all day, like I did for 15, 16 years. So I liked to get into the media and do some other things and use my brain and, and not burn myself out. So I can, I can certainly appreciate that and respect that. And I think that's part of it, but it's not the 99.9% reason why people left. That reason is because of the financial gains and it's the guaranteed money that sets it over the top. Imagine that there was no guarantee. Imagine that there's no guarantee to DJ. There's no guarantee to Bryson. There's no guarantee to Brooks. There's no guarantee to Ian. And we're just going to do $25 million purses. No, in fact, we're going to do $30 million purses. Is that enough for players to leave? I don't think so. They could, they could, you know what? We're only going to work five weeks. How's that? Because you want to spend time with your family and stay home and not travel. We're only going to work five weeks and we'll do $35 million purses not enough. Why do they leave the guaranteed money up front, the signing bonus? That's unheard of in professional golf. Big, big, big cash. And I don't criticize them for it. I'm not going to criticize someone to go do better financially. Someone offered me a bunch of money up front, that's seven, eight, 10, 15 times the amount that I'm going to (laughs) make. You're going to think damn hard about it. And yeah, the money's not coming from a great spot. But you know what happens is when you go down that path, you start justifying how, okay, yeah, I can justify doing this based off of, well, our government does business with them. The PGA tour has done business in the past with China. The DP world tour has had a tournament in Saudi Arabia before. So you can look, you can get yourself there, right? You can get yourself there. But how much money is it? What's your price? And how much is it guaranteed? That's the kicker. Don't listen to all this BS about it's less time and and that's the reason why. And it's so relaxing out here. Um, It's just very different than the PGA Tour. Everybody's in a good mood. This utopia. The grass is greener on the other side, folks. Come on. It's great out here. What are you waiting for? Don't listen to all that. And the reason why these people left is it, does it have value? Yeah, it does. But the number one reason why is because of the guaranteed money. That's why. So go get your money. Go get your money, Ian. Go get your money, Graham. And as Graham said, look, he's like, look, I put my time in. And Graham, I think, justifies it through that he's put his time in. 20 plus years. And now I'm going to go get some money. Phil, I think in many ways, justifies it in that he's been underpaid and he may have been underpaid. And now I'm going to go capitalize and make what I should have been making before. And oh, by the way, pay off my gambling debt. So you start justifying it different ways, but go make your money. I'm not going to criticize that. And as Billy Horschel said, go do it. But, but with every decision, there's the other side, right? You've got your upside, you've got your reward, go do it. But now you want to come back and be a part of the DP World Tour this week. So much so that you're going to go to court and you're going to fight it, Ian Poulter. Graham McDowell's like, I'm not going to go fight it. But he feels like the victim here. What's the DP World Tour supposed to do? Let me ask Ian Poulter this. What is the DP World Tour supposed to do? What upside is there for the Commissioner Pelley to let his members come and go how they please with the LIV? What upside is there? How's that going to benefit the DP World Tour? So basically, if you just let that happen, if you let the LIV come in and pick the players that they want, then what's going to happen is, is, okay, you're going to come over to LIV and you're going to make all this money. And then you're going to go play in a limited amount of DP World Tour to get your official World Golf ranking points. So we're going to use the DP World Tour as like this little secondary tour to get our official World Golf ranking points, we're going to make our money over here, and then we're going to come over here, and we're just going to pick and choose where we want to play. That's not like a good business model. That's not like sustainable. You trust going into business with the LIV Investment Group and their track record, that they have the best intentions for the DP World Tour? Give me a break. What are they supposed to do? You got to look at the other side of it. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll support go make more money, but you've got to look at the other side. These guys are trying to run a business here. These guys are trying to survive, and you've got a group coming in hijacking professional golf. And, you know, basically saying, we're just going to cherry pick what we want and we're going to overpay them, and they're going to come over here. And the DP World Tour can't compete with that. The PGA Tour can't compete with that. So they had to move things along, become strong, become a little bit stronger together and aligned. And the PGA Tour now owns about 40% of that to put on this worldwide front against the LIV series for the betterment of competition, the spirit of the game, not just the almighty dollar. So that's what they've done. And of course, they're going to draw the line and push back because they don't want to be this little secondary where you can just come get your official World Golf ranking points and you can come and go as you please and you have other members to attend to. I mean, give me a break. So I have a problem with that. I have a problem, go get your money, Ian, but I have a problem with you coming back and now wanting to cherry pick and do whatever the hell you want. It just doesn't work that way. That's not the way the world works, it's not the way business works. Just competition, direct competition, a group coming in, hijacking professional golf and trying to put you out of business. Trying to weaken the state of the PGA Tour. They had to draw the line. And there's going to be more lawsuits. And it's going to be unfortunate if they continue to win and these players can come back. The second thing I don't like is, is players dragging these tour through the coals. Patrick Reed, I didn't think it was possible for him to come across any worse, (laughs) but he somehow managed to do it. Patrick Reed, of course, getting interviewed in Portland. Someone asked him about, you know, look, what, what could have the PGA tour done? for you players to say. And what Patrick Reed said, well, he could have listened to the players. Could have listened to the players. Can you imagine Patrick Reed coming in your office and giving you advice and ideas on how to run a tour? I mean, this is the guy that has the track record that he does when it comes to his judgment on the golf course his attitude both on and off the golf course. Some of you are listening right now, you run businesses and you're probably thinking to yourself, you know, I've got this employer or two that seems to have an opinion on everything. And in today's world, we can get our opinion heard, right? We can just put it out there and we can do it in like 80, 90 characters. And it's very definitive and it's very to the point, And it's like a matter of fact, this is the way it should be because if he did it this way, we wouldn't have any problems. And if we did it this way, then we'd be more like the L I V so Patrick Reed, you know, kind of running the PGA tour through the coals. I have a problem with that. Phil Mickelson running the PGA tour through the coals. I have a problem with that. I don't think the PGA tour has all the answers. I think they, they have clearly some things that they probably were a little late to the game with. And some of the decisions that you've seen come about since this threat, but To leave your place that has built your legacy and has buttered your bread and has given you the platform to build your brand, to leave and go sour grapes and drag them through the coals. I got a problem with that. I don't like that. I've had employers in the past that, look, you don't see eye to eye on, and it comes to a split and you move on. I think mobility is good. I think you should have of flexibility and mobility to to go do other things. But as you go do other things and you sign on with a different group and this and that, that doesn't mean that you can just drag them through the coals. Then you just go to social media and and press conferences and, and drag them through the coals. I think that's unprofessional. I think it shows your true colors. And furthermore, it means that you might not be able to go back and do the things that you used to do, Ian Poulter because they're going to draw a line. They're trying to run a business too. They're trying to progress and move forward. And it doesn't mean that you can just come back and do whatever the hell you want because that's not, the, that's not the vibe that they want for their members and the young ones that are coming up. They don't want that in the locker room. And Ian Poulter is going to walk through that locker room this week and he's going to get, you know, there's going to be some words said. There should be. I think more players, PGA Tour, DP World Tour players, should be coming out and fighting for their tour right now and supporting their tour. Where are you at, Patrick Cantlay? Where are you at, Xander Schauffele? You hear it with JT, you hear it with Rory. It's time to step up and fight for what you believe in. Because you're going to have players that are going to try to just continue to take and take and take and take. They're going to go take the money and then they're going to come back and they're going to want to play in a limited sample size of PGA Tour and DP World Tour events. You know why they want to do that? Because they want to get official World Golf ranking points. And they like that tournament. They don't care about that tour. They care about their money. What do you care about? Interesting times right now. Look, go make your money. No one's... I've sat here and, like, I'm going to criticize that. Go make your money. But don't go out the door dragging them through the coals. That's Bush League. That's Bush League. That's unprofessional. And then don't feel the entitlement that you can come back and continue to do the things that you used to do. That's not the way it works, folks. It's not the way it works in business, in competition expect a fight. And it's good to see the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour are stepping up and fighting back with a strong alliance across the world. I will continue to be open-minded about LIV. I will watch it. I'm a fan of Dustin Johnson of him on the golf course. I miss Bryson DeChambeau back his personality and game on the PGA Tour. I don't miss Brooks. You can have Brooks. Haymaker Coffee Company was established in 2021 to create the best coffee to fuel the underdogs who perseveres, who hustles, and have the give-it-all mentality to achieve their American dream. Haymaker Coffee, only roast top quality, specialty-grade coffee beans resulting in brews that satisfies those who demand every drop from their coffee and day. If you work hard, run hard, fight hard, and play hard, we have your coffee right here. But Eugenia Takara, great young player out of Oklahoma State. I don't want him to go there. I want to watch him with Pearson Cootie in July at the Barracuda. That's where I want to watch him. I don't want to watch those guys go to the LIB. I think for the betterment of professional golf, the model that is the PGA Tour, the DP World Tour, does it have issues? Yes, I think that is... For the betterment of the long term of this game, not from the model that I've seen presented by the LIV, but I'm going to continue to be open-minded. I'm going to continue to be open-minded as we go through the summer and as we see this thing play out, because they're not going anywhere. The LIV is not going anywhere. They will be around for years to come. All right, a few thoughts here in the professional game today. If you're playing some golf, two things for you. One is this greens reading tool is fantastic. I'm telling you, Not a greens reading tool. It's more of an aim marker, but there's a there's a greens reading aspect to it. Tim Tucker, go to my website. It's fantastic. I'm telling you, we've done a couple podcasts on it. Go listen to it. But we've also he's got a tutorial coming out on his website that you'll want to see. I am so confident that it will help you aim and understand how you're reading greens that you need to give it a try. Yes, it's a hundred bucks. I understand some of you have DM'd me and said, look, I'm not spending a hundred dollars on a ball marker. (laughs) It's more than a ball marker, but it's a great tool. Check it out. The, uh, The stack system, he sold so many and a lot of you took advantage of of the, um, promo code stripe show, you can go to the stack system and you can order, but he is backed up right now. I think until the fall until the next batch will be shipped out, but it is one of the best speed training programs. If you want to get on that list, uh, go, go to his website, the stack system and use promo code stripe show, um, capital S stripe space, capital S show and um you won't be disappointed when you get it it's really really good matthew fitzpatrick and so many others um, are using it and it's just a, it's a, it'd be a good speed training through the fall uh as well uh in, in the winter time for something to do all right that's it stripe show podcast damn it professional golf <laughs> so much going on so much to filter through so much money is out. I'm going to work on my game. Maybe LV take a look at this one. All right. See you next week.